Am I opening this one? Yeah. I'll let you. Bonjour, ça va? And welcome to the latest installment of Meet the Parents, a podcast by myself and my darling wife, Sean Haggerty. Do you want to mean that? Well, he does mean welcome. Welcome. Hiya. <laughs> <laughs> Just not the darling part. Yeah. Uh, our wonderful sponsors of this episode are French Village, uh, a local bakery in Belfast. If you haven't been to French Village, get yourself down there. If you listened to the last podcast or seen it, you'd have seen us drooling over the cupcakes, Christmas cupcakes. What have you got? Triple chocolate fudge cake. I would genuinely use that as a Christmas decoration. That It looks spectacular. Yeah, Look at that. It's lovely. Um, they have so many um, different venues around Belfast. There's one in East Belfast. There's one in Botanic. There's Lisburn Road. Road. Brew Bar in Delhi is the newest one in Belfast City Centre. Um, and the concept there is bread or bowl. So sandwiches to go on a pillowy, handcrafted, baked, fresh, daily focaccia bread. And I'm so, so proud of myself that I pronounced focaccia right. Well done, well done. Have you ever heard of focaccia bread? Don't think so. That's some fancy bread. Uh, French Village also delivers, so you can order and uh, it's free of charge. What are you holding? For delivery? My phone. It's <laughs> on your knee. <laughs> I'm joking. A big slab of bread. Sean Hegarty, this is your dream. Sean loves nothing more than a big slab of bread. I would this is chili cheese sourdough. I would dip bread into cereal. If Sean's eating soup and he runs out of bread, he will not finish the soup. You I need to get to more to bread. I have to go to a shop. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Mid bowl of soup, he like leaves. People stay away from bread. I, I exercise twice as hard because I know I'm going home to bread. The sourdough is my favourite type of bread. I only realised mm. this in, past, in sort of the past few months because look how dense that is. I know, I know. You could knock somebody out if you threw yeah, out their head. Yeah. You, you shouldn't, but you could. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's a work of art. Yeah, you can get 10% off for all of our listeners and watchers and viewers. MTP10 is the code you can use if you visit frenchvillage.com forward slash, forward slash discount. For forward 10% slash off. MTP10. Everything. Details are in the description below this video. They do birthday cakes and uh, party party food, all the rest of it. Have a great time. Go eat your yeah. faces off. Get it, India. <laughs> eat your faces off is not the way you should. Does that sound enticing? Yeah. That means to kiss somebody ferociously, does it not? Eat their face off? Mm. Whenever you were growing up, what was the word people used for, like... like Vanny. What was that? Vanny. No! <laughs> I mean, like, for going with somebody. Because oh. I remember where I lived originally, like, growing up, everyone used to say, like, will you go with my mate? But then whenever I moved out to the country for a brief period of time, everyone used to say, will you meet my friend? Oh really? Meat meant like, would you go go with him? I can just. Do we do we take it away? I can just before you just tuck in it. Imagine you just. Oh my god! The Christmas cookies we forgot about them. Oh yeah. Like look at those. They're class. Yeah. Do you want a wee munch of one? Is that right? Is that right? Where it is? They're almost too nice to open. You'd open them though, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, here, save them for after. We're going for coffee later. We'll sneak one into wherever we're going. That's we'll... cheeky. We'll go to French Village and have a coffee. Let's do it. Let's right. do it. What did you call? We called it, um, would you go with my mate? But then Hi. one time I remember our family was on holidays in Dublin and we asked these lads if we could play football with them. And me and my two brothers just had, like had a kick about and halfway through these girls came running on to like, the pitch and they goes, here, would you shift my mate? And I thought she was like stuck somewhere. I was like, <laughs> she's need help moving her. I was like, I had never heard that term before. Yeah. So um, down south, they used shift. Do, I don't know if people still do that. You go my mate thing? I doubt it. Not with technology and stuff now. It's, now it's more like a private investigator kind of scenario. That would say, will you go with my mate? 
know that is like nobody asks people out for anybody. I think people meet each other online and people, yeah. you know, have a pair of at their Instagram. And because uh, like if I was in a bar and somebody approached me, I'd be like, "This is you are like." Go away and find me on Instagram and DM yeah. me. Now, that, first of like, all, you'd never be in a bar. I'd never be in a bar. Not <laughs> you just out. don't have time. No. But you but know, yeah. like if somebody tried to chat me up in real life, it's mad because immediately you're all, oh, you're such a weirdo. Mm-hmm. But like, obviously that is so bad that we think if somebody tries to chat you up in real life that they're a murderer. Because mm. it shows confidence, if nothing else, do you know what I mean? I know, but you, do you know what? You can't have it every other way because I'd be like, yeah, but too much confidence to approach you in a bar. Mm. Do you know what I mean? What's How difficult it must have been years ago to meet people. I know. Isn't it mad that we met too before all this like uh, the s- online dating and all these apps? Do you know what I mean? It's like we're, we're like oldies now, aren't we? We should make each other a profile online and like... See how many... Ma- we'll match each other up with somebody. <laughs> Not to actually... <laughs> Just break up with me like it's... <laughs> 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 I'm going to break up with you on the Christmas episode next week <laughs> no do you, that's not what I mean do you know like it's like a social experiment and then what I don't know and then we come in the next week to record the podcast the podcast, and you're like you didn't have to go that far with her. Like, what? <gasps> do you know what we should do oh my god I'll match myself up with somebody no I'll match you with somebody right say we're going to get tender Right, <laughs> hold on, we're going to get Tinder, I'll make a profile for you, and you make a profile for me, and you match me with somebody, and I'll match you with somebody, and then we'll get them two to meet up, in a bar somewhere, no? <laughs> and then what, they haven't matched with each other? But we'll we'll, we'll turn up and be all, ah! Punked? <laughs> we'll turn up. Ashton, come out. <laughs> yeah, we'll come out and be like, here, guys, this could work. <laughs> You didn't think that through fully, did you? No, but the thing is, is if we've would that not work? If I've met, if we've matched with those two people, surely them two would be like me and you. So it should work. But you're not going to pick someone that's like yourself. Go and just let me cheat me. <laughs> 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 but how do you, how do you know what each other's into? Do you because mean? we've been married for twelve years. We've been together for twelve years. Yeah, but that doesn't mean if you. If you were to match me up with somebody on Tinder, you wouldn't know who to choose. No, I don't, I don't know. Like, is, do you have to go for a certain type? Do you go for... Do you know I prefer you fall in love with him yourself. You'd be like, this guy, this I'm guy. Keep him for me. <laughs> keep him for me. He's for me. Yeah. I don't know. If you, um, if you could match me up with somebody, who would it, what would they be like? Would you have them like you or like somebody else? What do you think I need I think, in my life? <laughs> Oh fuck! I, I, no one can compete with you. No, no one can, no one can match your level of intenseness and your personality and everything else that comes with it. it, it you're, you, you're making it sound like this relationship is like a make a wish thing, where you're like, for who? For like, you're. The, I'm the one making the wish, and you're the one for fun. <laughs> <laughs> As if you're like, you did a I'll, podcast. I'll, you should like, guys. No, I love her. You did a podcast a few months ago, and I think it was with Arne Butler and somebody else. And Arne described me on that podcast, and the other guy goes, "Yep, yeah, that sounds about right for you for the type of person that I, you're my to." Because he just yes, explain. I think it was Hal Coddington or somebody yeah. who'd said, "I yes, he would have to be probably a bit quieter and a wee bit more relaxed and chilled out and stuff because you're you know." 
you're the way you are. And I was yeah. like... But that's just what I've said and you were like... Yeah. But that's fine. Do you know what I mean? It is what it is. You fucking love it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that's, if I was to match you up with somebody, I would want that person to have... um. High tolerance levels for shit. <laughs> what do you mean for shit? I'm only joking. But like you, uh, we're like yin and yang, I think, in our relationship because we've got into a, a, a rhythm of like, I'll do, we know what shit the other person can't do. Yeah. Like, you know, to handle all of the technology stuff in our house. You put the bins out. Isn't it mad the way you put the bins out? That's very gender stereotypical, isn't it? Mm. Like, we just assume you're going to put the bins out. No, 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 no. I take the bins from the kitchen out to the big bins and then you take the big bins down the driveway. Yeah, that's true. That's mad. Yeah. I hate doing the bins. And I've noticed. You never do them. I hate it. I know. Yeah, do you know why? Where we've parked our cars in the driveway all the time, there's there's just like an inch less of enough room either side of the car before the walls to get the bins down. Yeah. So you'd have to move the car every time. You have time. to go under the, the wee side mirror. You have to... You have to like almost like limbo dance it underneath. I do. I let the rubbish pile up. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Do you know what I love? A good dump run. I love a dump run. I love a dump run. Mm. I love it. Like, see when you have to put the seats down to get more dump in. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. See when you have to do three or four runs. Yeah. And you tell the guy what's in the back, and he goes, "No worries, mate. Have a good day." And I go, "Here, here. I'll be back in ten minutes." <laughs> I've run. got more shit to <laughs> yeah. dump. Do you know why? Because it's a clearing your head out. Yeah. You're clearing your house of all the crap. It's a cleansing. But I don't understand because we do, we flat out dump run. We flat out. I am constantly putting bags of stuff and they are car for the charity shop, for other people, for the dump. And yet more shit appears in our house. Because we buy loads of things. You always say this. We drive home all the time and Sean's like, oh my God, we are always getting out of this car with bags. But it's not, it's just like, do you know what it mostly is? Food. There's so many of us in our house. We're always eating. Art's mostly food. Why not have it? Yeah, just, this is fucking mental. But it, it, <laughs> <laughs> but it is. like We arrive at our house all the time and it's always food, toiletries. Yeah. It's household items. Like We're not arriving home every day with like luxury items. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. we're just, we just always, always need to replenish. Constantly having to replenish stuff in our house. What were we talking about five months ago? Because... I was going to bring something up. Yeah, our relationship. I feel like one thing I noticed recently about our relationship is that we work best when we understand each other's weaknesses and each other's strengths. And we know when we can do things and not do things. And what what am I getting at here? Tell me. What, what, you're you're <laughs> looking at me like you're about to criticise or you're... No, that is so rude. No, I'm not. But I think I know what you mean. I think you mean like... I I I also think you're being quite passive aggressive, <laughs> right now. Because I think you mean the other one ha- can recognize when the other one's having a shit day, and like take the load. Like for instance, like if we're doing a bit of work and one person's like not, like having a good day or can't fucking think creatively or can't get into that, like, and the other one just has to understand that you're not in that. Because fr- there's a lot, there's always a lot of stuff needs done for like our mm. theater company and just like our separate, like. Jobs like stand up and whatever that we do, and then around and the house, family life and, 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 and the yeah, kids. Yeah. And there's always a lot of stuff that needs done, and I am mm-hmm. like always being like, if if there's like three minutes spare, I'll 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 shoehorn something under those three minutes that gets done. And sometimes you're like, I don't want to do that right now. And is this is this where you're getting at? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. sometimes I'll have. 
Well, yeah, and I'll have to be like, right, he doesn't want to spend these three minutes writing a list of what we should do when there's another three minutes free. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? exactly it, yeah. But in terms of like as well, do you know like... Do you know what's funny? You 100% did not say that. I as all, this is what you mean. Yeah, that that's that's typical me. Yeah. Just can't get the words out. God love you. But you know what? Like, obviously you are much quieter than me, that's fine. Hold on, do you know what? There's a poker in this bag that's doing my... Head on. A pucker? Like it was like puck. It was like it needed fixed. It's fixed now. It's okay. I can, I can relax. I was doing my head on. Oh, it was just sitting at a funny angle. Oh. Do you know it's like even in our house too, if things aren't like I'll have loads of work to do. Like last night, say we got down, we got home, got the kids to bed, and we had a while lot of work to do last night because um, our show opens next week. And I was like, I have to blitz this house and tidy and clean it before I can sit down and do work. And you were like, that's such a waste of time. And I was like, but if I sit down in a messy house that's got like all the kids' dinner stuff and nappies and like just a, a mess from the day and from the madness that is like dinner, bed and bath time, all that there, I will not be able to think if I sit down with my laptop open and can see a pile of crap around me. I need to be tidy and I need a candle to be lit. But sometimes I feel like as well you... In your brain, you need to live in like a show home, yeah, where nothing's out of place. Whereas I like to, li- I, I, I don't mind the odd week, but like, like I can clear stuff up at the end of the night or whatever. But I think my priorities are different than yours. But that's when we need to recognize that in each other and just go like. I don't think I think I need to live in a show home now. Definitely when I like a couple of years ago, but since there's two, I know, but you have things in our room that you're like these need to go here and this needs to go here, and you're like only me and you are ever in this room. What do you think? <laughs> 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 there was 19 pillows are in place for, for you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mentioned there about like you take the, you take the bins out um, things that are considered like DIY or the man's thing although you I've paint. done a lot of DIY in our house you paint yeah I paint and do you remember that time you did like you got a sponge you must have seen it on Pinterest or something and you got a sponge and like just dipped it into black paint and you like painted the whole top of the wall white and then you just like went designs. along, just like dabbing it. Go on, what? That's it. I do remember I've done that because it it's still there in our bathroom. But it looks like you've like kept a tally for all the shit you've took in the bathroom. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> there's another one. <laughs> Do you know like when you have like four lines and then the line through it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it, it looks. Like. It just looks like a room full of like Do you want all your well? turds. Um. I remember my friend went down to take a pee in it one night after we'd been out having a drink or something and she I remember her get into the bathroom and she was all because oh, it's so busy she was all what the hell it's like a fucking it's like barcodes everywhere yeah that is because the rest of the house is quite neutral and she, mm-hmm. she was all am I have I died I'm going to be sick she got PRL um, but we do like we like I do a lot of the cooking in our house in the air fryer and you um but recently we got... Did we, you sit in the air fryer? Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> recently we started doing HelloFresh, yeah. who aren't sponsoring the podcast, they but need should, to sponsor us, yeah. Because we absolutely buzz off it, don't we? Yeah, it's great. <gasps> or we'd buzz off another company that's like that, but they are... Cl- like, see, having all... They, get, they send you... You go and you choose your meals and they send you exactly what you're going to eat. And did we say in the podcast about what happened when the first one arrived? No. <laughs> I'll let you tell it. (laughs) So like you go on and you order it and somebody arrives in a van and delivers your box of food right to the door. But 
The van arrived at the front door and we just heard this music blasting from the van. <laughs> Sean went to answer the door to get the box of food. And, I, and the music got louder because the front door opened and it was like a swell of music. It was like hardcore rave. Hardcore rave. And I came running out to the front door because I, I thought that HelloFresh were doing like a big presentation. <laughs> <laughs> a big presentation. She came running right in the corner from the kitchen just being I all like. they were like, it's your <gasps> first time. <laughs> playing. The delivery guy was like playing music for us. So there's like a acapella group there or something like that. I went, oh, whoa, what is this? And Sean was like, your man's just got his radio up in the van. <laughs> Plus as well, if someone's playing music at the same time as an acapella group, it's just a normal song. <laughs> <laughs> They're no longer an acapella group. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed now though because the same guy keeps loving our HelloFresh and every time he has his music blasting and every time it's just a stark reminder of how simple I was in the first week. Oh, I, so I think it was though. last week when it arrived and I was like, you're not coming out for the presentation? You were like, fuck off. But I thought it was just like one of those things like, you've ordered some food and we're here. No. Like that other time? What? It's Did never it, happened yeah. before? Ever? Although know. just eight, you would expect, you know, like Snoop Dogg to appear or, you know, yeah. Katy Perry in a moped, something. I would love if they'd open and the guy was just like, did somebody say, <laughs> just eat? Apparently, if you go into McDonald's and go, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, the member staff, they have, have to, go, to go, I'm, I'm loving, loving it. it. Is that true? I don't know. There's also that phone thing. Phone McDonald's now. You can't phone McDonald's. I think you can. Not the place orders or whatever, but you can phone and go, why is my fucking burger playing? And then you want me to say ba da ba ba ba? Just go, can I ask you something? And he goes, yeah. Go ba da ba ba ba. That's not a question. I know, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> you have to go, I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> to make it the question. If you go on to America, uh, if you go on to America, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you go on to McDonald's in America, they have to ask you for, do you want it supersized? Right. I think. Why? There was that documentary, remember, Supersize Me? And your man had to accept it every time they said to him, do you want supersized? Was and that he why had it's to called say supersize yes. me? Yeah, that was the rules of the the diet that he was on, that he had to say yes. Then he did live off just McDonald's, breakfast, lunch and dinner. And then uh, he had to say yes if they if they wanted supersized and supersized. What I, what I would prefer, see when you go into like a fast food place and they go like, you get a large meal, the burger's not any bigger. It's just a couple of more chips and a few more sips. I seen a video though too of a guy with the the drinks and he had the two different size of cups, but when he poured the small cup into a medium, it was the same, same size. Then they just stick a wee bit of ice on top. That's amazing. But I think as well, see when you go into Starbucks and you just ask for a coffee, they give you a medium without asking you what size do you want. Do they? I think they just automatically go to a medium. Well, that makes sense. Why? Well, giving you a smaller or large is presumptuous. It's like a medium's neutral, isn't it? But dearer than a small. I know, but you would never... Who orders smalls? Do you know what? I should order smalls because I don't even drink half the small, but I still order a medium. How wasteful. There you go. I'd order a bigger... Aye, that's it's so stupid, isn't it? We've had our tree up now for longer than anybody on planet Earth. Yeah. We it's took, great, isn't it? We put it up like mid-November. I really... Every year, I have a debate inside my own head, right? That is so on brand. Yeah. <laughs> for you. And I 
I don't want to invest too heavily in Christmas too early on in case I get sick of it by mid-December. And you've never... I want to hit it just right. There has been a year or two where I, I, I've i got sick of it too early. When? A couple of years ago. I never wanted to say I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it has, it has happened before. I try and... Yeah, there, there has to be a happy medium, Joe. Like, I know we used to put it up on my birthday or around my birthday. Mm. Then a couple of years ago, we moved it back to like the weekend before the weekend before my birthday. Because it was our wedding anniversary. Whereas now, like we, we put it up like what, the, the third week of, barely scraping the third week of November. Like we were the first ones in our street. It was like the 20th or something, yeah. Um, But you but re- also, when I met you, I used to always keep my Christmas decorations up till the new year. Even like the 2nd, January 2nd. Now we take ours down on Boxing Day. One minute past midnight. It's not Christmas anymore. Would we take it down the day after Boxing Day or Boxing Day? The day after Boxing Day. I think it's the day. day after Boxing Day. But we're sitting there, I guess, we're itching yeah. on Boxing Day. Do you know why though too? Because we work from home, we're sick to death of every single room in our house. Yeah. But all the time. Like, I love nothing more than going in and just moving a chair and putting a, a table somewhere else. And yeah. I could sit there for days then because it's like a new room to me. That's why you keep redoing that room out the back. Yeah. Which, by the way, for anyone wondering, because people have been messaging me about it, is still the 90s room. Yeah. I, Unused. I, I know. It hasn't been used in about a month. Since I slagged you off on the podcast about it, you haven't been in. It's too, it's too painful. You, you named and shamed me. <laughs> <laughs> so I want ideas of what the the make of it next. Yeah, and we're going to turn it into something else. You should you should turn it into like a holistic sort of setting. Like, you could that's go what in I was thinking, just, like a holistic, like a wee spa, or... like something that's. Do you want to make a joke? Something that's like nice and like. Do you mean like there's there's like lavender smells and all that sort of stuff? Do you know what I mean like a sauna? No, hardly a sauna. Why? Because then you'd have to make a sauna. You can't make a bedroom and do a sauna. Do you build a sauna? <laughs> no. How many times can you say sauna? No one's in it. Because what I'm saying there is we talked about like what sometimes we stereotypically do gender-wise, but um, there's, I think there's been loads of times throughout our relationship that people have made presumptions about you as a dad just because you're a dad and a man. Do you know what I hate too that I need to reference because it does my fucking right, but... This is slightly what you're talking about, but also not. Okay. Like I posted our wedding photo the other day on for our wedding anniversary, uh, and people posting underneath going, "You're punching." Do you know what I mean? I know, but you are. But I am. No, we're joking. But what? Like no one would say that. To, the other way around, we woman. had this conversation recently. No one would say that. To yeah. A girl. Nobody no would one. go to you, but people think it's banter saying it to a guy. Hmm. If people people would say to the guy, "Go, oh, you're, you're you know you're punching," or you know, like I like, oh, how did she settle it for you? That's banter. But if someone was to say to a woman, "Here, you're punching," well, hmm. that's that's cheeky. I know. Or it's like going, "You look ugly in that photo." I know. Do you know what I mean? It's but same obviously, thing. people just think that's banter. But it's, it's not, not banter. It's not banter. I, I know. cried myself to sleep last night. <laughs> It was because didn't you say it? Someone had said to you the gig before. Oh, yeah, I was great, but I prefer your wife. And you're like, aye. that's so rude. Nobody yeah. would ever say that to me. You're so funny, but your wife's funnier. Aye. And you're like, what? What the? What? Okay. What do you want me to Who's say? With that? That? I know it's a bit rude. I've had that. Loads of people have said that to me. But I think people think that's banter because it's that. If it was the other way around, you wouldn't say that to a woman. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? But the, but so so what I was getting at was, do you remember? Like this has happened so many times, but the one that stands out most in my mind is when. Your, uh, one of your boys broke his arm, and we were in the hospital, and the whole time they directed everything at me. 
Mm. Like the doctors, the nurses, everyone talked to me and talked through you as if like the all the only parental information I can give here has to be to the mum. They yeah. didn't know I was a stepmom, obviously, to walk around me a sign in my head. But like they obviously directed everything at me and I had to tell them, here, do you mind speaking to him? That's his daddy. But even you saying that is like typical of our relationship, isn't it? Are you sat the there <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will talk to me soon. And I was like, would you just mind speaking to that wee fella there? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know, I know. The Is amount of times too that I've had my hole grabbed, genuinely, I by, know. by women. Like, and you're like, what What the fuck? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Imagine I just grabbed the girl's hole. I know. It's it's so mad. People think it's banter when it's the yeah. other way around. I think about it all the time. Stop thinking about women holes. grabbing your hole. <laughs> yeah. I remember specifically you coming home and someone had grabbed your hole that people would know, <coughs> and uh, you were like, like "What times. the yeah, hell?" Yeah, yeah. Because like that's uh, you know you can't, but but again it's like my saying is banter when it's all the way around. Mm-hmm. It's really tricky, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I because also I I actually met a guy in Tesco's last week and he goes to me, "You where, Sean?" And I went, "Um, I was there by myself and I was always he's got the wings." I went, "He's always babysitting." And I was like, that's another thing too, where I, people cut when men look after their kids is called babysitting. I know. Wh- why? I was like, he's yeah. not babysitting; he owns them. Yeah, he's not minding them for somebody. But I have mates who would say, like, you know, all oh, the wife's way out tonight, so I'm babysitting. And I you're know. Like, what, are you, you're like, no, you're not. You're thirteen year old girl. Are you favouring yeah. a Chinese? Are you? What the fuck, too? <laughs> yeah, you're in your house and your children are there. You're living mm. your life. You're not babysitting. So weird. So weird that people do that. It's like, how do we oh, fix it? It's like disrespectful towards. Uh, the mother to suggest mm. that because even to you like you did this to me this morning oh shit I know saved it for now which are you going to talk about which two things <laughs> which one I did two things this morning do you oh right <laughs> no this morning you said to me what can I do to help to make things quicker in the process of getting ready to get the door you asked me and that is something that grinds my gears and most women's gears because the so don't help no, that's not it. Don't ask what can you do. Just no. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not saying that as in like, how can I help get the kids ready? I know, like you, you have like four jobs on today. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I'm going like I, I like you were talking about the third job and it was stressing you out, and I'm like, but and it was just, like half six in the morning. Yeah, I was like, take it in stages, take it throughout. The, you know, like don't don't over like bombard your brain with all these jobs you have to do. Just focus on the next one, and when you're leaving, the first one think about the second one yeah that, that's what i was saying so if that's what you thought that i was trying to go i don't know how to get my kids ready what do you want me to do if that's what you thought then i'm sorry but that's no i don't think that's what you meant but you know when when like when somebody i think when you're in a relationship and you've kids and there's lots going on in your house and when one person asks the other like what can i do to do you think like to to hurry up this process or whatever you think you're offering help but you shouldn't that's just now going well now I have another thing to do right now and it's figure out what it is you need to do mm. you're now adding to my mental load by me going right now I'll make a list for you will I you know what I mean so you use my initiative more well yeah but you you're you're, you're, you're grand but a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of people don't and yeah. and by default it does it's like do you ever have the default parent and a lot of the time it is the woman. Now, genuinely, that isn't the case in our house. We don't, there's no default parent in our house yeah, because we we're. Responsibility. Yeah, yeah because we're both like home and away equally. Whereas, obviously, when you're like a, 
sometimes when you're the stay-at-home parent. You know, I saw this somebody posting recently saying about, like, when you're a stay-at-home parent, your stay-at-home parenting is work hours. The way your partner, when they're away to work during work hours, and when they return, the parenting and the household stuff is then equally shared. Mm-hmm. So, like... You know, when you return at five o'clock, you're both cooking dinner, bathing the kids, getting them ready for the bed. It's not still the stay-at-home parents' job, just because they're they're not stay. Otherwise, they don't ever they work twenty four hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean it should be like working during work hours, and then the the load is shared outside of work hours? Is what I'm trying to Jeffy, say. I feel like as well sometimes, like in our case, especially when you go to work, that that's your time off almost. Oh, 100%. Which is mad because it's not your time off, it's your time working, but it's it's so it's, hard sometimes to juggle the two. Yeah. But the it? that's your 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 brain is more overwhelmed and more overstimulated when you're when you're looking after children because it's do you know what? it's it's their safety is the mm-hmm. biggest biggest yeah. thing that consumes my brain all the time. Like do you have intrusive thoughts in your head? I would say Every 15 minutes when I'm with my kids, I look at them and I can see something awful happening in my head while them falling down the stairs or touching the cooker or, yeah. you know, just like any of these things. And as well, when Winter was re- wee, all her, when she was like a newborn or like, you know, like when she was Rocky's age now, he's coming on to six months and say like when she started to crawl when she was eight months and started to walk when she was 10 months and all those things where she's now getting like she can grab things and then everything is now a hazard when mm-hmm. they get, when they can start to move. Her bigger brothers were old enough not to leave a tiny Lego sitting in front of her. Like they were aware that like the dangers of a baby. But with Rocky, he's got a two-year-old running around who like this morning she just kept putting her wee tiny hair bubbles beside his ha- arms and beside his hand. Yeah, and I was like, all he needs swallow. to do is lift for him and swallow it. So it's actually going to be harder to keep him safe mm. than it was for her. Because she's yeah. also a hazard to him. I know, I know. It's shit, isn't it? <laughs> what do you do? What I do mean, do? I don't know keep keep them separated. Yeah, it's, give it's them a roommate. Yeah, it's like it's you know the so that's what consumes your head all the time. So you go to a a gig and you're like, their safety is in somebody else's hands right now because they're not right in front of me. I'm not crossing the road with them both. I'm not walking down the stairs holding one of them. I'm not like cooking dinner and hoping they don't touch the cooker. Like you're not, none of those things are happening. So their safety is literally in somebody else's hands right now. So your brain has a can have a wee bit of a break. Mm. I would say every parent that watches this and is watching now can fully relate to that. Yeah. I think that is just part of being a parent. I feel like that's that's my head. That's been in my head for 20 years. I remember saying to you yesterday as well, it must be exhausting in your brain to be constant for for to to for five children to have to worry about their safety. All, all day every day. Even in bed at night sleeping and your your phone buzzes yeah. and it's fucking ASOS or something three in the morning it's HelloFresh going we're still at your door <laughs> would you answer your door yeah, yeah. but um they're yeah, watching standers in the van every single noise <laughs> <laughs> every single noise or, 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 your phone makes in the middle mm. of the night you're like are one of my kids in danger do you know what I mean I know that's brutal isn't it it's, it's yeah it's so hard to switch off from our first night away from the kids is this week this is obviously going out since we have done that and it is like the biggest thing the biggest hurdle parenting hurdle I have and I have to overcome Hmm. it has been we have never ever done it we've never left them overnight with anyone winter's two and a half and I have been thinking about this day since I was about four or five months pregnant Hmm. 
So you're talking, it's been about a year because I knew your 40th was coming up. I knew by then what Rocky would be almost six months and we would hopefully have him sleep trained. And I have been worrying about this day for nearly a year. That's why I say to you, we should have had a night away before my birthday because I feel like my birthday is going to be you stressed out the whole time. I promise it won't. And if I am stressed, I'll hide it very well. Will you though? Yeah. You'll just have like a wee video monitor just... Yeah. You put your leg up and just have it there. I'm going to like... Just watching them. Pit one of those oilets on their ankles and then attach it to me mm. and then I'll be able to see their oxygen levels and their <laughs> blood sugar levels and their... Yeah. Who's sleeping when, their heart rate. It's like the... And, and, what and do you it, put it down to? What's the... Why have I got such a... What's the attachment? What's the detachment? What are you I concerned about? I think I just... Uh, you know they're safe. Do you know what I mean? You know that whoever we leave them with... Yeah. They're completely fine. There's times when we leave our kids off and we pick them up and they've had the fucking best time of their lives. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think overnight is different because you want... To, first of all, I hate the thought of my kids being upset and I'm not there. Like if they cry, you know they just want you. You know what I mean? Well, that's and not I, true. Well, it is. I don't mean... I mean like us as parents, I mean just me. No, I think you want them when, they, when, they, when they're sad or when they're down, but they don't always want... Yes, they do. Us? Neither do. Okay. I Do you not believe that? No, like no. even like last night you were putting Rocky into bed and he was crying. I've done and held him for thirty seconds and he just yeah because you've been breastfeeding him for for six months. I, I think he just knows I'm and great crack. Do you think so? Yeah, but the you know I think that's 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 the main thing I think is I just hate the idea of them crying and wanting you and you're not to be seen. I think I hate the idea of them thinking I'm not coming back, which you know is mad. Mm. Winter at two and a half would be like oh they'll come back tomorrow it's fine. But Rocky at five months, everything that happens in his world is is forever. Mm. Like when a baby's hungry, they will not stop crying until they're fed because they they believe that this is how they're going to feel forever. They don't know that, listen, if I she's going to feed me in 20 minutes, just chill out. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. They don't know. So I hate the thought of them going like, my ma's not here. She's gone forever. Because everything is just, that instant is, lives forever. But at um, the same time too, you can't be with them all the time. It's like, it's, I know. do you know what I mean? It's like... Also, I'm a control freak. So I'm just like, I want everything to be perfect. We get that saved. Can we just... That'll be his ringtone. Say it again. I'm a control freak. <laughs> I'm <laughs> remixing that when we get home. You'll be like, we have fucking 100 jobs today. And I'm like, I know, but I'm, yeah. I'm fucking remixing. I'm a control that is, freak. That is something you would do. <laughs> what were you doing the other day? What were you doing the other day? I was fuming. We have we. so much to do, right? Because obviously we have our sh- we're, we're producing our show and there's constantly emails that need sent, contracts that need written, props that need bought, stage that needs built, costumes that need fucking steamed. And what were you doing when I was trying to get all that done? Photoshopping the faces of all the comedians on their photo. <laughs> For nothing? Did you even send it to anyone? Yeah, they loved it. <laughs> I literally Joy is doing the whole I could see him doing it on the laptop but I've sort of learnt now you were, no not, you were fu- you were raging no, no I know don't. but I've learnt now not to tell you directly that I'm raging but just to walk around passive aggressive oh you can tell you can smell I was walking around all so uh, did you get the email about the thing and then oh what's that right it's a fun photograph and then like just walking around just being like I am fuming and then and then you eventually got some work done but, but I was that's like that's my respite that's what I'm saying we have to understand each other to the, it's communication we have to understand how each other works so that we can help each other out mm. and understand each other more. I know, I know, I know, right? 
Yeah. But do you what? see when you're a couple of days off being a 40-year-old man and mm-hmm. we have things coming out of our ears that need done for... Weren't they all done? And you sat and photoshopped Aaron McCann's face onto William Thompson's body. Is that what you were doing, Suffolk? Very similar. We had afternoon tea yesterday in the Fitzwilliam for our wedding anniversary. We're seven years married, seven year itch. Both of us have got gonorrhea. Um, <laughs> but the, we brought Rocky with us. And he is the dream. Oh yeah, he's he's an angel. He he came with us for a full day of work yesterday. He came to our rehearsals. Like one of the actresses just like took him into the next room and just like he just sat with him whilst they did lines mm. of coke off the tits. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a production meeting and then he just like he just hung up. There was a full run through yeah. of the show and he was just there. Like and then he came with us to the Fitzwilliam and we had afternoon tea and he was had a wee sleep in his pram and I swear to God I remember going to you. Other people, like, because obviously we had quite a traumatic experience with Winter when she was wee, that we are just not used to a baby, just like being a real baby. Hmm. Like, he's not, he doesn't need fussed over, he doesn't need entertained that much, he doesn't need, like, he's just like very just easy going, he's a real cool guy. What we talked about yesterday too, though, was that how, even though we know that's how he is. I was still waiting for We're still waiting him for, for him to kick off, we're still tense, we're still anxiety ridden. Yeah, just waiting for like something. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. Like it yeah. took us to the last twenty minutes before we left to yeah. fully unwind and go right. But then even then, it was like let's go in here. Yeah, <laughs> we were like let's go in here. Let's you know not go on our phones and stuff. And then emails kept coming in. We were like we we literally we have no choice. It's like it's like we're always on between parenting, as we said. You know, like waiting on a one of your kids mm. to text to say like they've been in trouble or something's happened from that and just all the anxiety of work and Thanks our production company and our Christmas balance. show and it's it's impossible it's to switch hard. off. It's hard. You want to go away in January for a wee bit of time. You've been, you've been like, we should do like a week in like a wee cottage and a, a month. Of a, it's a bit of time where it's like, could you think you could do a phone detox? I'd love to. But I've do you do think you... you could? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do no phone Sundays. I ask you every so week. I say half nine in the morning? No. You... Oh. You, you, I swear to God, the past three weeks, I've left my phone upstairs and I have my watch connected to it. So if a text goes off, I go, oh, I'll reply to that later. You're still For up. urgency in case a, right, okay. one of my kids needs me. Yeah. Yeah. But and then, you're not leaving your phone up the whole day though, are you? Yeah. Until I go to bed at night. And then if, if uh, I have any interest, I'll come down and check it. Like football stuff and things like that. You've there the whole day till seven o'clock the past at night. three days. Uh, the past three Sundays, apart from when we went out last Sunday, I took it uh, with me just in case. But yeah, yeah, I fully recommend it. No phone Sundays. Mm. It's great. Um, Shite though when only me does it and you're still on your phone and I'm just sitting there just waiting I, for you to come I know, on. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. It's like, what the fuck? What What's the point? He's sitting there going, I really wish I had my phone right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know, but I, I, I also work on Sundays. I know. Um, do, you, do you genuinely think, like I, I'd love to be like, oh, I'd love to do that, but I actually don't think I could. That's so sad. I don't think you could. I I think like you, like, don't get me wrong, like the trajectory you're on workways, you're on your way to the top, if not already at the top. But I think that also comes with a price where you are, are, you're so hard to switch off. You're so hard to remove you from work. All of your work could be on your laptop, whereas a lot of it's on your phone. Apps make life quicker. It can be on your laptop. I know. Do you, uh, Ed Sheeran just has like a Nokia 3210? Snake addict. Yeah, he he doesn't. That's what people call me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he doesn't have a smartphone. 
She says he doesn't want emails or anything coming to his phone because then he'll respond to them then whereas he puts a, sets aside like a time to like do that. Do you know what I find fascinating too? Like a lot of big celebrities don't have social media. I know, I and, know. And don't need it. Yeah, but it depends on what you're doing with your life. Like it depends if you're if you're a content creator and a comedy content creator then mm. then your world your world is on social media and you sort of have no choice. But look it's at some of the biggest comedians in the UK or Ireland or whatever. They made it before social media was a thing. Yeah, it's very hard to do that without social media now, without using, without posting content. It's just a, it's a way to reach a, reach a wider audience, isn't it? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, is there anything that you feel like because you're because our like we equally parent? You know what I mean? Anyway, I obviously breastfeed, whatever. Which we're weaning off at the minute. Um, but anyway, maybe not. I don't know. Um, is there anything? that you feel like that's really unfair? Do you remember, like, we were talking about the thing in the hospital where they, like, do you, like, do you feel like people treat you like... Like, I remember you saying because you had the boys half the week and their mum had them half the week that you would, like, if you any time you took them to the park, you would feel like, people think I'm a Saturday yeah. afternoon dad. Yeah. When you see a dad with their kids in the park, you go, oh, yeah. is he only ha- does he only have them today? Sounds shit to say, but, yeah, I feel like at times at the weekend, I don't like to take them out on my own. Do you know what I mean? Unless I have a big side. You just do you know, like it's, yeah, it's like, like I have you, them all the time. They're not just with me today. Yeah, it's like you giving a bottle to our child or me Aye. giving them. You want them. You want to go around send everyone here. That's breast milk. Don't be. You know. I know which is so shitty. Like, I know. I, know, I hate I know. that. I but hate it, that. I feel like yeah, it's like almost just how you're you're programmed, isn't it? Mm. My auntie in Dublin came up to our house a couple of years ago, when and I she you breastfeed her. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you that after I have it on my phone. Uh, Aye. But genuinely, like she, she could not believe that me and my brother like split the time with the. Their, I had their kids. Their had your parents. kids as equally as their mum would have had yeah. has them. Yeah. She her mind was blown. She was like, people split up and the the men just don't care. They don't see their kids. They it's have sad them for an hour a month. Do you know that kind of thing? Because obviously that's not the case for many dads, but it yeah. is the case for many dads. Yeah. They have their they have their children much less. I wonder. I mean, it's obviously like I don't know many women who would be willing to have their kids less than half the week, hmm. but there are many men who are willing to have their kids less than half the week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you think that's just down to biology? Possibly chemistry. Possibly chemistry? biology. I, I do believe that women feel differently. Like it's very rare for a man to feel how I feel right now about leaving my kids this weekend. You'll never understand. Hmm. You just won't. Don't forget they were. Their they are their skin is my skin. Yeah. Their they, eyeballs are my eyeballs. I grew that. Don't they think they're you for like the first six, six months. months. Rocky's only starting to realise now that we're different people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they, they think for the first six months they're just part of your flesh. You're the one entity. That's very hard to detach from. It's even like I feel so bad for anybody who has a, a baby and they they're sick and they have to go home from the hospital without them because that would be like as a mum like when you carry a baby for nine months and then you give birth even that feels weird somebody else holding them you're like you're. it's like they're holding your organ mm. you know what I mean you're all that's part of my body and it's weird that you have that in your arms and it'd be even weirder to to have to like get in a car and drive away you'd be like I've left my limb there mm, I've left part of you is missing do you know what I mean yeah Awful. So, I don't know how long it's, it's 10 years, 30 years till the day you die. I don't really remember how long it is. But when you have a baby, their cells remain in you. I think it's 10 years or 30 years, I can't remember. But they're, so right now, there are cells from Winter and Rocky both still in my body. And I have cells of me that are in them. So we're, we're like chemically bonded. Mm. That's why they say a mum's intuition 
Do you know when they just yeah, they sense danger. they sense something's wrong? They know when something's wrong. It's big. It's possibly because you literally you're sharing cells. So they said about like people who have had uh, like pregnancies that didn't work out, like failed pregnancies. I don't like to use the word miscarriage. I feel like that's awful. But like when people have like um, lost pregnancies, that they like those cells are still in your body forever. Isn't that crazy? That so, bit, that baby yeah, is still yeah. a part of you forever. I mean, it's beautiful, but equally as sad. So isn't it? sad, it's yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. Like the that's so that's what I'm saying about. I don't think dads have the same, and that might be very like people. There might probably many dads watching us going, "Fuck you!" I do feel the same for my kids as my wife, and I don't mean it like that. I mean there is something extra chemical mm-hmm. that makes it. I know loads of women who really find it difficult to leave their kids for any length of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think I'm. I actually am really looking forward to. Like, like leave this weekend I'm ripping the plaster off and being like I swear we'll probably come back from your 40th and I'll be like book me another night <laughs> now do you know what I mean I'll be like I gotta lie in at 8 o'clock yeah. I ha- do you know what I mean I didn't have to get up in the middle of the night and I know I'll lie in at 8 o'clock I'll lie in at 8 o'clock I know that's most people's getting up early we have our lunch at fucking half nine half in the morning. nine I know I know <laughs> it's mad two breakfasts and a lunch yeah. on my bed 10 second dinner <laughs> it's mad isn't it yeah I know it, it, it is wild that you, the shit you do so early yeah. in the morning like you get into such a like I came down this morning too and just like could not wake up for so long. Like and winter is as soon as she wakes up, she's like Can we play play doh? Can we do doll's hair? Can we do a jigsaw? Pip Peppa on, don't put Peppa on, Pip Ben and Holly on, why are you putting Ben and Holly on? Can I have my breakfast? Where's my vitamin juice? Can I have a drink? Can I be yeah. an apple juice? And you're like, oh, can I have another breakfast, you, can you, I have a snack? You're with three steps down, you're all can I at least have a pee first, please? I know, I know. Before all I of know. this happens. It's just You wake up in the morning, you have to go. Right, let's go again. Yeah, I think you just have to remember that it's it's not forever. Do you know what I mean? And someday you're going to look back at videos that you've taken of now yeah. and just be like, oh, you like you yearn for those days. You'd be like, where are those wee squeaky voiced kids? The best thing at the minute is Winter singing Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. You recorded her voice the other day and put mm. another thing that Sean will do when he should be doing some work for our company he recorded Winter singing this song that she and she like sings it like she performs it she's yeah. absolutely buzzing and you put it onto the instrumental so it sounds like she, it's her wee like two year old voice it's very cute but we've always 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 forget to put the clean version on always always so the lyrics are like um, blood blood sucker fame fucker fame fucker <laughs> and she's a yeah. Even the clean nature. version. I we put the clean version it. on every now and then where she says dream crusher and she's all dream fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh god, she doesn't know. Don't you're you're not you're meant to ignore it and not yeah. like make a point of it. It should be all oh is the word I shouldn't say. That's yeah, that's something too where it's like we don't care about like cursing. Cursing, it's no. it's nothing. It's yeah. but it, is that the comedian in us? Is that us so far? Detached from reality. No, I just think not the words you are and aren't allowed to use are a social construct. Mm. And like, we're like, oh, but to me, it's just syllables. Mm. Like, I don't mind when somebody curses in stand up. I don't think that's a lack of understanding what's funny. I don't think it's a lack of intelligence where you can't find the funny in something without it's using a curse word. It's like it's now, more it? syllables. It's just syllables. Mm. Like, I don't mind saying any curse word. So it doesn't bother me. But I know so many people have issues with like, 
cursing and I just don't understand why. I think it's such an old school thing. Really is, isn't it? It really, really is. So I, yeah. I, although, you know, the thing is, is I, from, being from Derry, lots of people curse as we talk in a descriptive way but not in a venomous way. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind if my daughter's going, it's fucking warm today. But I don't want her going, that person's a fucker. Do you mean because that's venomous? I don't mind her saying it's fucking warm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think down the line, definitely, like TV and everything, radio, like see the way like people swear on the radio and on TV when it's live and yeah. they have to like send out all these apologies and stuff. I think 20, 30 years, it's, it's going to be a free for all. Before we leave, tell people what they should do that we've always done with the boys in the car, we're driving places. I talk about it in stand up, but anyway, um, give them 30 seconds of bad talk. Yeah, it's brilliant. Get it's your kids so out, funny. your nieces, your nephews, anything so you've funny. got. Gather kids up in the school playground, whatever you got to do, and just give them 30 seconds on a timer to say whatever curse words they want. It's and the it is ever. joyous watching them be all shit and smelly arse and yeah. fucking And they can't help it, but they say words that are... So are PC. Not, yeah. So PC. <laughs> They're not swear words Yeah, you're all, you can you're curse. Farty, and farty, pig. <laughs> and you're like, that's shit. <laughs> I think you're all these go for it. Go for it, you fucking You mean dick. smelly sh- stupid head? It's brilliant. It's class. Like that's everyone's homework that, this yeah. week. Go to that way, a pile of kids, whether you know them or not. Yeah. Uh, Next week is our Christmas special. Yeah. We are releasing it as normal on the Thursday, but we want people to save it for... Present wrapping, yeah. driving home for Christmas, flying home for Christmas... Being jolly on Christmas, uh, stick it on. If you're parents and you're wrapping Christmas presents, have a wee drink, stick it on the TV and use yeah. it as your Christmas wrapping episode. It's going to be very merry. We're unfortunately not going to have any Christmas decorations is the only thing. I would like to bring a tree down, but we're going to film it on the same day as the comedians we'll bring something staff down, do. We'll figure it out. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a wee... We have a tree in our car right now. I took it out. Oh. Don't run. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a wee drink as well. Maybe. So um, if you're having a wee drink at home, we're going to be joining you on that. It's going to be good fun. Um, You can get tickets too. There's a few tickets probably left. I don't know at this stage for Elf and Belfast between Christmas and New Year in the Grand Opera House. And my new show, Sunny Side Up, is also on sale for in the Lyric Theatre as a last minute present for the person in your life who enjoys laughing. Enjoy it. 